0: Today's show, as always, sponsored by IslandApparel.com for gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LevasaIslandApparel.com. Welcome, everyone, to a new episode. Of the Bolinese podcast, sponsored by Levassa Island Apparel. Check them out, put on for the culture, and catch the wave. com. Mm. Mike out here rapping, got the Levassa. Always. This is my favorite <laughs> <laughs> I am Lance Falitongo. I'm hey, Mike you so? There oh, you shit. go. Oh, you good? You good?
1: Uh, on total I think.
0: <laughs> oh, we're a spider person. Oh, that's a great place to start. So am I. Dude. Are we all oh in a God. are we all in the trilogy here? In accordance. Alright. Um, what is new this week? We got uh we got a couple of different things to talk about. Uh the latest is this uh submarine that's gone missing. How long has that been happening? Like a day or two now? They're running out of oxygen? What is two going days? on?
2: They got enough oxygen for one week. And that was five <laughs> days ago? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. The uh, like dude's that. from here, Washington. Like One of these, Everett, <laughs> I think. He's, <laughs>
0: he's in the book, too.
2: <laughs> for, <laughs> of course
0: he is. <laughs> for people that don't know or might not have seen it by now, there's a lot of uh, news uh, for a submarine uh, kind of sub- submerging tour to see the Titanic. $250,000 seat hmm. um, to go down and and uh see the research stuff that they're pulling out. of it's not even uh, a
2: seat, bro. They're sitting on the floor.
0: Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a weird little uh, tin tank uh, Look, that they the, sent down there.
1: The Titanic sunk. What? <laughs> That's your first red flag. You're going to go down to see a ship that sunk years, years oh. ago in something that looks like a Tic Tac to a dinosaur? Uh, <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> no. No, yeah. no, no.
0: Also with the the ocean being like the last unexplored territory in right. this world and we don't know what's down there after a certain a certain depth row and I'm not trying to find out. You see that one like tanker video where it's a big ass storm in the middle of the ocean and it's a huge boat but it's being tossed around like a yeah. little thing. You see waves hundreds of feet high and you're just like, I'm not trying to go out into that. But that's where nope. you know, all the monsters live. Right. Uh but they're going down, they're paying money to dive down there and, and take a look. And now five or six people are having a billionaire. From. Yo, okay. I
1: mean, and they got a nineteen year old down there. That's sad. Him and his dad are on there, so that's crazy.
0: There's a there's a rich father and his his son. There is uh another billionaire, there's the guy, the, guy it. It. Or, yeah, the guy that owns it. Or yeah, he's also it. the operator. Bro. You know, they were showing oh. videos of like how this thing was put together and what controls it and how it moves there's a lot of bad decisions right.
2: it looks
1: like uh, one of those uh, those mini homes that you buy on amazon
2: bro but he and was, then you drive like, it with a cheap ass controller bro like oh it's a 24.99 boot like it's like the controller
0: you give your friends when they come over you know what i'm saying I, the bad I, ones <laughs> the, the mad cats <laughs> i thought it was a dreamcast like controller playstation controller it was just i don't know
2: and that's how you drive
0: it like there's
2: no steering wheel there's no like yeah who's great like that's a dumb idea i'm just gonna go ahead and say that was dumb they were communicating through text message
0: like that's dumb (laughs) yeah this thing is uh i don't yeah so it's definitely something that really went bad well it was already a bad idea in the first place executed poorly and not up to standard for something at this depth yeah. uh and then so we're we're at logically where you would get when you didn't follow a bunch of rules and and I mean, like petty pitch I, for a bunch I hope of shit. they're okay they, though
1: yeah they got some more governments it. looking for them so i mean
0: yeah definitely basic. hope yeah hopefully that uh that is uh, taken care of and they're all Okay. Yeah. I
1: don't know if you guys remember Sequest, but if the submarine I'm going on doesn't look like it's from the show Sequest, I'm not getting on it.
0: (laughs) What? Oh, what is that?
1: Oh, it was a a show back in like the late, early, early 90s where futuristic, like this, the super most futuristic submarine ever goes Sequest. Yeah. I mean, their whole thing was, you know, how the ocean is the last unexplored thing. So yeah.
2: that was the thing that would just explore the
0: ocean. I agree with that. Um,
2: Captain Nemo's submarine from A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Or, or that?
0: Or that? I'm, I'll get
2: up in that one. <laughs> as long as Captain Nemo's in it too. <laughs>
0: yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, those guys are okay, and, and and I think we got another day or two of of yeah, oxygen yeah. left. That is. That's a little scary. Anyway, yeah, we me to get fun. Moving on from that news. Be of the father and son. <laughs> Happy Father's Day!
2: All right? Okay. Hey,
0: we got to spend it with, with his dad, uh, Ariel, and <laughs> the Little Mermaid. What? Uh, what did you guys uh, do for Father's Day uh, this last weekend? Any uh, Any trips or time spent with the family? Oh
1: uh, yeah, I headed up to uh, Federal Way to uh, see my pops. Hang out with them. It was good food, like always. So, to hang out with them. Uh, yeah, hung out with my dad, make sure he was okay. And then uh, headed to the Catch um, a Fire and Fiat concert, which was... Oh, yeah yeah.
2: Right. yeah, yeah. How was that?
1: So, it was really dope. It was really dope. Uh, shout out to uh, my brother, Junior, Junior Louvoo, who popped hey. the tickets. Uh we went down there, hung out with him. Got to hang out with, um, oh man, what a great guy. Uh, Jelani Tavai from the Patriots was there Shalani. with his girlfriend and their family. Uh, so we got to hang out with him. What a, such a great dude, man. He's a dope dude. And also, we uh bonded on uh, Demon Slayer, so Yay. we're talking about that over there. That was dope. Uh, got one of the guitars for Fia is a homie. Shout out to Eddie. Uh, Eddie, he played there. We got to see him. DJ loose Cruz was there. Okay. Got to conversate with him and uh oh. some of the boys from uh the Pacific Northwest uh Cabo Club.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. so there was
1: there, my guy Tom. Shout out to Tana. Great crowd too, man. Uh they were all feeling it. Catch a fire was. I don't know if they were saying this is their last uh US tour ever or uh their or a show ever or their last US show at the end of this tour and then they're gonna restart, but that's they announced that uh that night. So show's good. Nice. Yeah, Father Father's Day was good. That was good Father's Day.
2: Nice. So What about you, Mike. Uh yeah, just hung out with my parents, went to my parents' house. Um uh, I have siblings that are still in high school, so um uh, they did all
1: the work? Yeah, pretty much. Nice.
2: <laughs> my sister bought a bunch of Berea tacos. Nice. On fire. And yeah, had some dessert. Uh, my sister announced that she was going to commit to Oregon to play basketball. Hey. So I saw that. That's, so
1: that's
2: we were all super pumped about that. And yeah, it was a great day. What about you, Lance? How, how was your Father's Day? they show
0: out? Oh, man. Yeah, we uh, we tried to go to IHOP oh man there is a line at ihop let me tell you this This it's my first father's day like trying to go out it's like uh, a dad that had like a kid now that she's moving around last year was technically my first father's day uh but she was only a two-month-old baby still like a potato doesn't move around much but so this was our first father's day where we were going to go out and do stuff we pulled up to ihop it's a line out the door uh so we got some mcdonald's and went to target just vibing over there on the edible, just chilling, uh, rolling with the family, hung out, came back to the uh, to the house, watched some movies, play some games, and, and just hung out uh, with Baby and Sammy. It was dope. Cool. Good time. And then uh, trying to line up some other stuff this weekend, go watch some movies, go out and uh, take the girl either to the park or to... Uh, you ever heard of... Forest, you ever heard of Enchanted Forest down in Salem? Yeah. yeah it's like... It's, a, uh... Like uh, an Oregon Disneyland, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been there.
1: Oh, yeah! Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! yeah. yeah. Not, not only that, I mean, I guess Disneyland, but they, they also say <laughs> that it's a little haunted, so I don't know if Disneyland would be the right word. But <laughs> yeah, See,
0: Disneyland uh...
2: has to be haunted. <laughs> oh, oh yeah! So many definitely. workers have probably died there. We have no idea. <laughs> oh, what
1: is, I, I mean, totally off the subject. I was watching a clip the other day. Of uh, was it Russia that they closed one of the Disney um resorts or like actually, it was a it was a park uh theme park in I think Russia, and the uh they were filming, and they watched the um uh, <laughs> Snow White, the Snow White statue jump off and walk towards them. And I was like, oh, why would you be in there if it's abandoned? Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> what are you doing? That
0: That's sounds crazy. serious shit. Uh, right When you man? See, I didn't. See, this proves actually Sammy's point. I didn't think it was a big thing because it looks like a little side of the, you know, side of the road attraction. It's like You're a right local you. thing, but a lot of people that I talked to have either been by it, been to it, been through it. Wait, when did uh, what caused you to go to Enchanted Forest, Mike? Was it? A- um,
2: it was a basket. I was with the like my AAU basketball team. We had a tournament uh, oh, in definitely. Oregon, and that was close to where we were staying. And they were like. Should you guys, you guys want to go to the theme park? And I, of course, me, I'm like hell yeah. I love that <laughs> kind of shit. I love roller coasters. Yeah. I love the like, the games. I love fair corn dogs. That's like yeah. I don't know what they put in the batter or when they deep fry, it, but it always is like the perfect corn dog. But I don't like hot dogs, so that's kind of it's kind of my
0: weird. It's got to be. It's got to be in cornbread.
2: Yeah, deep fried and right. all that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so it was cool. Uh We have something similar to that. It's called Enchanted Village. Uh So um uh, I guess that's just what we're calling our theme parks up here in yeah. the Pacific Northwest. Somebody enchanted ran Place. Somebody,
1: somebody ran away from the enchanted forest. It's like, you know what I'm going to build?
0: I'm going to make a village. <laughs> My girl, she grew up uh in Salem in that area and I think it was like really big growing up for her so it's it's always fun kind of going there with her and seeing her kind of light back up like seeing it as through her eyes as like a kid she's like oh and this is the big witch statue that you can crawl through and and now we have a kid that's gonna like re-experience all those things for her I'm so I'm excited I'm very happy that you know that connection and is gonna is gonna happen I really need to work on my words um being Father's Day I was wondering if I could pick your guys brains on your experience uh with your dads and what you think makes a good dad like for people listening and myself for like this last year like my first year of fatherhood it's a lot of just trying to be patient and understanding and helpful um but it's also feels like i'm flying blind and don't really know what to do so i really like asking other people what's your lived experience of something and and trying to work from that so uh forrest what do you think is makes a good dad like what's a good trait or that you've seen
1: Man, if you're able to buy me all the shoes, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, purchasing power. <laughs> yeah, just give me give me the credit card. We're good, man. Best no. Ever. I think I think uh I think the trait <laughs> I think the traits differ um from whether you have a boy or a girl, I think. Ooh, okay. you know, I just I just especially coming from like a Polynesian family, like you know, of your family, um, I think usually the father is supposed to show you how to be a man, you know, show you how to take care of family, uh, be the backbone of your family. And, yeah, really show you the, the ropes of because one day you're going to be the one that takes care of the family. So he's got to show yeah. you how to take care of everything. Uh, I personally think that uh, your father should always be there to, to back your kid up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was great. My, like, um, my dad, you can tell my dad nothing. Like, uh, we weren't, not like we weren't close then, but, like, my dad worked, and I did a lot of sports when I was younger, or I was just out with my friends. But when I got older, I, I realized how much my dad had my back through everything. Like, you know, uh, people are going to talk about you as a kid, you know what I mean, as you're growing up, but my dad never wavered. My dad was always there, like, couldn't tell him. He wasn't blind, you know. He knew that there was things that I did I shouldn't be doing, but he was always there to back me up no matter what. And I'm pretty sure if – no matter what hard times come now, uh, my dad's always going to be there, you know. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And for girls, I think it's 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 tough. Dad's are a little softer on their girls. Um, like, as you know, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if you had a son, you even just playing with them, you'd be a little rougher. You
0: know, uh, uh, well, let me just say, I try not to. I try see, not to be different.
1: Right, right. It's it's I hard, tr- but
0: I throw yeah. her just as high as if I would, as if she were a boy. Right, there right. I go.
1: And uh, especially, like girls are always gonna with their moms, I guess, because maybe they'll butt heads a little bit more. And uh, girl dads are supposed to be the you know console your daughter, be the good guy. <laughs> And so I heard a lot of people say that this week. It's like, you know what? Fine. I'll tell them they can't go. I'll be the bad guy. And it's usually like one of the women in my family telling the girls they can't go somewhere. They can't do something. You know, and then the dad's just like, well, just your mom now. But, you know, trying to console them. But at the same time, he's trying to make things good. And he usually goes over the line sometimes and just be like, you know what? You go ahead. I'll talk to your mom. (laughs) (laughs) But he's also the guy that if you ever touch his daughter, <laughs> you better be really fast <laughs> or, or, or be able to disappear. Cause I know <laughs> I know fathers, uh, when it comes to their daughters, if you ever hurt their daughters, there's nothing they wouldn't go through to to make their daughters safe feel safe again, you know? there's, there's I think that's what a father does for their kids. Ultimately, best thing their father can do is always know always have them know that no matter what they go through their dad's going to be there and at the same time like they wouldn't go they wouldn't hesitate to go through hell to make their kids feel safe or be safe again those are the traits of a father
0: some sacrifice some protector guider show show the show the boys how to to be men
1: how to do the same thing again for the women in their family and that's Oh, that's big on, like, with us in our culture is to know that, like, the, the boys in your family are always going to take care of uh, of the women in the family, especially your sisters.
0: I feel like we raise the girls to do a lot of taking care of the men, too. But Oh, for sure. But, uh, yeah, no, I see. For sure. Th- those are kind of different, yeah. taking care of, like, protecting and yeah. providing and on that. All right. Nice. Mike, uh, what are some examples? Uh, that you can give of uh, that you've seen, maybe from your dad, or traits you um, think make a good dad.
2: Honestly, when I was a little kid, I could just see from how everyone else interacted with my dad that he was cool as shit. <laughs> like everybody rocked with him, <laughs> tough. He was like a hooper. He's like super athletic, hella funny. Um yeah. So just like seeing how other people reacted to him, you know, I was like, okay, I kind of, that's kind of what I'm trying to be like when I get big or whatever and, and he was like, so I always looked at him. I was like, damn, this guy's strong, He's strong as shit. Um, and he knew he was a black belt in Taekwondo. So it was like, it was over if I ever started acting up and I, I came to realize that at a, at a real young age, I was like, I don't, I, I gotta get some training or something. Man. This guy's a black belt in Taekwondo. Like literally my first memory I have of him is, uh, I'm like two or three, and he's at a taekwondo tournament, and he has to fight this guy that's seven feet tall. Uh damn. and my dad, my dad knocked him out. And, like he like kicked him in in the air, like brought his leg straight up and popped him in the jaw, and then brought it right back down on the same jaw and just KO'd the guy. And then my dad was so <laughs> hyped that, that he punched the ground and shattered his hand, and then he had to retire from that. And I was just like, damn, that was. the coolest thing I've ever seen so it's like I feel like you want to be like a superhero to your kids you know like Forrest was saying like you want to feel safe around your parents you want to feel protected you want to feel loved and I feel like my dad did a good job of that and then like when I was a freshman in high school my parents had twins so a boy and a girl twins and that was like They were both working, so, you know, I had to step up. I'm the oldest. Got to change a lot of diapers, feed them, do everything. And, yeah, so, like, you do kind of raise them a little different, because I was a little... I definitely was more rough with my brother than my sister, but... (laughs) But I was like, all right, we'll just all play together. And then I was able to, like, impact their lives by showing them what I thought was cool. Like, I put them on Naruto right when they were able to like read. <laughs> I was like, "All right, we're going to learn how to read subtitles." <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Avatar. So, I was always like felt like I was in control of their content and I it seeing them sure. now at like 17, junior senior in high school, it's it's definitely still in their blood, you know you, what I'm saying? Like, those seeds was, you planted. Like yeah. yeah, they're You're
0: blossoming. <laughs> exactly bro this is i heard i think it was i forget his name he's like a controversial right wing guy jordan peterson oh yeah one of his clips is like uh you know people are scared of having like lots of kids because they're like how am i going to take care of three kids four kids five kids but after a while the kids start taking care of the kids, so it's yeah. not like having to take care of like a full new child, a hundred percent take care. Of. It becomes like a the oldest takes care of these guys, uh, well everybody, and then they start kind of creating their own little care right. circles, family, he, and they. You
1: must have lived next to someone's,
0: but or it's like you know just something that's noticed over large families. Um, I would, I would agree with that, like in Samoa, cousins, families, if you're living together, they're basically watching over you, taking care of you
2: right.
0: um, until the in, parents get home or off of work or whatever.
1: In my head, the term, it takes a village, really derived from a uh, Polynesian families. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a lot of people willing to, you know, do a little, take care of doing their part to, to make sure that their family or community. Um,
1: Shout out to Mike's dad, because that's a really good trait to, to know that everything Mike just said, like I speak about like my father like that, but Mike just said like literally his dad's like the coolest to him growing up, you know? And if you, if your kid can go out and tell kids like, yo, my dad's the coolest, you know what I mean? Like you're doing a really good job because mm-hmm. you don't hear a lot of kids tell people like, Hey, my dad's cool. I want to hang out with my dad. You know, so that's dope. I didn't know your dad was uh, a Rang from uh, from uh, <laughs> what is the fighting game? <laughs>
2: oh my gosh, which was Street Fighter, no, nah, uh,
0: Killer Instinct,
2: Tekken,
1: Tekken,
2: Tekken. The,
1: yeah. Dad, the Taekwondo dude from Korea. And yep, the, exactly.
2: And I know exactly Rang, You
1: described that. That's what he said. He kicked him in the chin and then dropped his heel and hit him in the head again. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: bro. I was like, what the?
1: <laughs> and then the most someone. The most one uh, injury ever. <laughs> celebrating.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two months. Too hyped. He had enough energy for a whole fight, and it was over in 10 seconds. <laughs> That's funny.
0: All right. So your dad, I mean, it sounds like your dad's a cool-ass dude, and still to this day, and that you got that from him, and you're passing that on to the rest of your family members. Yeah. So being cool. Being like a superhero, man.
2: He like literally. He was like, "I want you guys all to play basketball." I was like,
0: "I don't want to, Dad. That's too damn Damn bad. (laughs) I'm tired of this, Grandpa. Get your hand on the line. Get your hand on the line."
2: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, but yeah, that like it like it's paying dividends. Like I didn't. I was a scholar more than a baller, so I went to school for that. But like all my other siblings. Achieved higher
0: education through basketball, so nice, pretty dope. Here, uh, college is expensive. Yeah, it is. Jeez Louise! So what are we? Uh, what are we ballparking a four-year degree at? What would you guys think? How much does that cost? Tuition at Gonzaga, for me, yeah, it was forty thousand a semester. Wait. <laughs> how many how many semesters? There's two semesters? There's three yeah, semesters? You need eight
2: semesters to do the math. Uh,
0: damn. All right. So three. Yeah, for Jeez.
2: a private school education though. That's that's what you're paying for. You're paying for connections.
0: Oh, uh, okay. People you're gonna meet, classmates, yeah. teachers, groups, and then you're able to kind of build out different yeah. stuff you wanna do through that. Nice. Yeah, but I like, got a
2: public school, it's probably like
0: that. A year, maybe, maybe that over a couple years. Okay, okay. So seventy-five thousand, maybe local, yeah. in state. Yeah, oh man, scholarship I saw, free. I saw that uh, less people are signing up for college. Like uh, fewer people are are deciding to to go to college. Makes sense. Because it costs a lot. Because. People don't think degrees really find high-paying jobs like that anymore. Whatever the reason, what are <laughs> – you guys know – Like, can you guys think of any effects that's going to cause uh, – th- are we going to get dumber?
2: I think enrollment no. in trades would probably increase, like plumbers, okay. carpenters, electricians. Because if you go that route, you do two years, and then you're making good money, usually a union job. Whereas your four year degree, it really depends on what you're going for too. Like you're going to be like accountant, doctor, like those kind of jobs. Yeah, that's that's fun. But if you're trying to go for like art
0: <laughs> Yeah, like I feel-
2: it's like is it worth it to do that? I'd rather just make art,
0: blow up on the internet, and then like- use yeah, yeah, use that money to, to start your art, to grow your art instead of trying to learn about it. I mean, I guess there's techniques and different classes that you can uh, learn.
1: That's the thing, though. I mean, you can literally go on and find a certified teacher on YouTube who's teaching you the same thing that they're going to teach you in a college. I'm not saying that he's better than the teachers at the college or the education that you're paying for. But I mean, if you go that route or even there's teachers out here are teaching classes they're not with a certified school or anything like that offering their services. You know, there's a lot of people now trying to go that route and uh, teach kids without them having to pay the millions or thousands of dollars that they're paying for something that basically is free in some countries. Like, uh, is it Switzerland? I think that uh, if your local school's free for you, college is free. Through college,
0: um, yeah. There's some or at European least community people. college.
1: Right, there's there's European countries where they don't even they don't charge you the college. Uh, I know there's a bill here that we're, that we're trying to pass. Um, uh, oh, who was it? I think it was Sanders trying to pass a bill to get free, oh, free yeah. college for for kids out here. And you think about that? I mean, you send these kids to, to college for free, and I mean, it'll come back to the government. If you just have them work for you for a little bit. You know, get trade off, kind of like uh football scholarship, pretty much. So I think people dropping like not dropping out of college, going a different route besides uh the, the conventional way, which mm-hmm. is these universities that have been around for the whole time. I think there's other ways of learning the same things um, that you're going to learn in a college classroom these days that uh, we didn't have back in the day where, you know, you really thought to yourself, man, well, I'm going to further myself if I'm going to be more than, some dude that works at a, a warehouse or anything like that, you were taught that you had to go to school and that's not the case anymore. So I think that's a big part of why the numbers have dropped. I mean, alternate learning pretty much.
0: Yeah, there's definitely other ways to to get the information. And yeah. with, you're saying like people are posting it on YouTube how to do certain things. And if you yeah. have like a syllabus or stuff that you – You know didn't know you needed to know kind of listed out then you really could just go and find that information on the internet but yeah you know like mike saying you you get those connections from being in that environment with those people you you do kind of get years and years of experience on how to teach these things to to students like yourself well hopefully hopefully you get that kind of that built-in experience from the from the school and the teachers but yeah, I also think uh, it's like,
2: the price point too. Is oh like, for sure. Like back in the day, like like our grandparents and maybe even parents, like it didn't cost that much to go to school. Like it was like a thousand bucks. Everything was cheap as shit back then. But now we gotta pay like all this money. And meanwhile, the jobs don't pay you shit. So you gotta work like five times as hard yeah. for the same degree. But actually, this degree is actually worth more because of over time, like in technology and everything, like you're actually learning more now than you were back then. Um, So, yeah, it just doesn't seem like a fair trade to bury yourself in debt.
1: Man, I could could work at McDonald's and
0: Starbucks and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Instead of doing paying towards that. But I don't want to be—I don't want to be the people telling people not to go to school.
1: <laughs> no,
0: hey, but
1: I'm a firm believer that school definitely isn't for some people. You know, it's also a way of learning. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of successful people out here who didn't go that route, like straight to college. You know, I mean, they probably worked a little harder, but they still got to where they wanted to get. You know, heads of companies or people who own their own businesses, you know, I mean, there's guys, we're talking about sports suit, there's guys who went like community college rock because they didn't want to have to pay for uh just to go and showcase yeah. their, their, their athletic uh, abilities. So, but like Mike said, even trade schools, trade schools have been around for a long time and, you know, um, I know once you become a plumber, even if you're just an apprentice, uh, apprentice uh, plumber, you're still making a really good amount of money, even though you're probably paying into the union first that they're part of. But to make that kind of money while you're like an apprentice as well, and then you get like a like a five dollar um, raise once you're certified and you start going out on your own as a plumber, that's super appealing for kids too. And you can make your own hours. So
0: that's yeah. that's a good point that you guys bring up. That it's not just that people aren't going to college. There are other options for. Yeah other learning and training that that are probably being used so yeah yeah it's not like we're gonna fall off as a country right because no, i, mean, mother, I will don't want to work that's the thing no. <laughs> <laughs> they want to do their oh shit i so rec- chill, recently yeah. i've seen a bunch of like eastern hemisphere countries getting together and building a new currency to oh, yeah. so that everyone can move away from the dollar and it's like uh a lot of really big ones. Russia, India, well. South America. Uh, China. China. It's a bunch of big hitters that have their own like money, reserves, workers, systems, economies um, mm-hmm. that are getting together. And, like, I mean, I don't know a whole bunch about economics, but it just seems like if we're using less of the dollars, it's going to be bad for our country. Uh, and then people are going to... Start doing crazy shit out there. You mean crazier shit? <laughs> crazier, crazier shit out there. But it's just gonna get blown all out of proportion even though it's gonna be wild. Um I don't know. Are you what are your what are your guys' thoughts about that, if any? It is it's
1: scary, man. It's literally that's what we drive on out here is the dollar. Um and America's been so powerful because of the dollar itself. So to think that I mean all you That's, can do is adapt right
0: <laughs> right but it, how are we going to adapt with like less less business I don't know I feel like I'm going to move out of this country at some point but I Definitely. feel like I used the first 30 years like America I love this shit. <laughs> just have to go somewhere that we're not going to get shot we can have jobs that afford houses and and I don't know what's going on man I'm like America's number one you guys remember that I don't know it was a TV show I think it was on Apple but it was Aaron Sorkin and he was like on a panel on a stage at a college and they were like what makes America number one and someone's like freedom and the other guy's like you know military or something and then they asked this guy and he was like america's not number one we haven't been number one for a long time we're last in education last in health last of this um and he just starts naming off a bunch of different things that uh are statistically we trail and i feel like 10 years later now a bunch of that shit is <laughs> blossoming those seeds that we didn't plant we're fucking seeing uh, the effects of that now and people are just Wiling
1: out. I, I was working the other night, and these two dudes walked into the bar. I mean, you can guess what they looked like well, right before they left. Because the whole time they were having a beer, there they kind of looked like they weren't disgusted, but they were just like looking around the bar and seeing the diversity in the bar, and they weren't with it. But they were getting up. They were polite. And the last thing he said to me before he walked out, I guess, is America not the greatest country in the world? I was like, it could be. And so he stopped good conversation it wasn't like no i didn't feel any animosity and he didn't take any from me so but he was like so is there another country you'd rather live in i told him my own and he's like where are you from i said american samoa he's why are you not there now because your government made it impossible for me to find a job there <laughs> and he's like so caters. you'd rather live here right so you'd rather <laughs> live here it's like no i'd rather live in my own country He said, so why don't you live there because your government it made sounds, it impossible for me to live there
0: sounds heated
2: <laughs> I
1: was you no, know, he was cool. We were calm, and then he was like, "Well, we can agree to disagree." We were laughing. I was like, "Great," because what I really do think America is the greatest country in the world, and that's why everybody wants to come live here. I was like, "I mean, you have a point," but I mean, that's uh, just to the point of like how you said that the show went on. Yeah. There's a lot of people who still live in this country who think that America is the greatest country in the world, and you would there's nowhere else you'd rather live, but.
0: People want to come here because it's it's better than other countries. It's better. It might be better than other situations. Right. Like you come up, but it. I think it's because you can just come here, and if you work, you can start making money. And it's because it's a capitalistic society. You can be a worker and cash in.
1: Or
2: you can get. And if you have your kids here, then they're Americans. So you're fucking locked in. (laughs) Right. Right. And then, you, and then, and then they can do something, like because you know, without like social security yeah. numbers and being like a real citizen, like you could yeah. just work. But that's that's usually the mentality. I think that's why America is kind of dope like that—that that you can come here, but it takes like a generation or two to uh, find success if you are going to find success.
0: To get planted. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, okay. That's like that deferred. What is it? Deferred gratitude, where. You plant the seeds, but you're not going to be, you're not going to enjoy the shade. But that's, that's the type of sacrifice that people are making for their, their future families, for their kids. Amen. Because shit's like so bad where they are that they're like, well, I'm not, we don't have a future here. We don't have a safe like home here, but I'm a fucking risk my life to get somewhere where I don't care how I have to do it. My family's going to be okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's like dealing with racists is way easier than, <laughs> right. Fucking, yeah. right? No, yeah. Whatever we got going on back home, people shooting like, up through your farm, taking all your shit. Yeah, I'd rather just come yeah. here and walk away from some fucking asshole right. yelling at me.
1: The, yeah, the 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 difference between a bomb dropping on your house, killing your whole family, than you getting like, like you said, there's a couple words thrown at you somewhere out here. Yeah. I think I'll take the words.
0: (laughs) Yeah, hell yeah, I'll take the words. Sticks and stones
2: may break my bones.
0: But I'm (laughs) I'm starting to see like not to get too much back into America's crumbling, but like if if we're gonna have to do that for our kids and like move to to a different, safer situation. Like, oh um Sepha was talking from the polytechnic podcast was talking about he lives in Canada now and he can go to the supermarket without worrying about getting like Blasted. shot yeah right and he was like that's a whole different day for my mental health bro because I'm a whole different person I'm like I'm not fucking jittery when I go outside and shit when I go to the store it's just a whole new life and I'm like am I just a product of like social media or the algorithm pushing shit into my feed or bombarding my brain that it's a dangerous place Or am I seeing, like, mass shootings every week and I'm like, oh, I should get out of here before that shit happens to us? Because I don't, you know, I'm not trying to be a target fucking ducking Mm -hmm. my family out the back door and shit.
1: I think it's a combination of both. So I was driving, when I drove back to Federal Way on Sunday, I stopped at the Safeway, literally three minutes from my sister's house. And, uh... I saw a Samoan family in a parking space and I wasn't paying too much attention. You know, I had my music up and then I parked, I turned around and they had a whole bunch of candles in the parking space, uh, you know, flowers and stuff like that. So they had a vigil. Uh, My sister was telling me last week, Friday, there was a shooting there, you know, two Samoans, well, three Samoans, uh, two in the hospital. I think one confirmed dead and then the other two, I think, are still in the hospital now another, uh, an argument with another Samoan guy. He turned himself in. Um, But that's scary that that's the reality. And federal Way is supposed to be one of the safer places out in, like, Washington, you know, like, that side of Washington. Um, But that is people's realities, like, that live out here. Like, Sefer was saying, it's crazy that he feels that way in Canada, that, you know what I mean? Every, like, there's no worry for him to go out there. But his past situation where he lived, like, Sacramento, maybe even when he was in Hawaii that he had to look over his shoulder just going to the store to buy some. And, you know, in Sephora's community, too, people know Sepha. And they know that he, he don't gangbang. He raps. And even in his raps, like, all his lyrics, there's a lot about positivity and, you know I mean, changing your situation. So the fact that he feels unsafe when he has to go to the store, I mean, yeah, that's that's a wake-up quote, you know what I mean? Like you said, that's uh, that the fact that you might have to move to another country just to feel safe.
2: Yeah.
1: It's not a good feeling.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with that situation. <laughs> um, It's not like my homies, but it was like homies, homies, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, um, a,
1: you're still connected. Yeah.
2: And it just was crazy to me that it was like poly on poly, right? I thought we were past all that. Like, I would I was never think that it'd be like that. Like maybe like Mayuli versus Polly or Waidu versus Polly, but I was like Polly on Polly.
0: That's so strange, so that weird. Was very surprising to hear you say that. That it was a another Polly that shot him.
2: Yeah, and then yeah, two people they passed away: Simeon and Brandon. I think also oh, two. Yeah, okay.
1: And then yeah. the other one, I, the other guy is still in ICU right now. So. Um, I mean, it's just it's shocking to us, especially like in this day and age. Like a lot of the polys are more united than they were back in the day. But for people who grew up in California, like poly on poly crime wasn't like it wasn't far. Like you, you could believe it because, uh, especially the tension that um Sam and Tongans had towards each other, like Truth. in the early nineties, uh, uh, in California. And then now, I mean, you can still see some of the tension between some of these guys, even. Um, you know, in California, you're separated by colors, not family. Anywhere else, you know, I mean, family means a little bit more than, than gang colors, but uh, gang colors and gangs itself originating from uh, LA cities, you know, it wasn't too uncommon to see poly poly
0: crime. So.
2: Facts. Uh, when I was in high school from 2005 to 2009, yes, I'm old. Uh the we had UW put on this event every year called Polyfest. Every year we would skip school to go to Polyfest just to fight the Tonkin kids. I don't know why. I don't like they didn't right. I just, I yeah, fight. Sir. I'm going, I don't going know too. why. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. Tell okay. me my yeah. white mom's gonna have to stitch me back up, but uh but yeah, I, there was always that little beef, you yeah. know. Every, uh but like in the last 10 years i would say at least it was like a the toko uso movement the poly movement it yeah, was all yeah, coming yeah. together and then we let's beef with everyone else man don't we'll beef with each other man it's right crazy and i think um last summer uh one of the homies that i used to go to church with he was also shot by another polynesian uh yeah so so it's just like i i'm tired of having to feel like i have to keep my head on the shoulder swivel you know like yeah like i'm always looking like if someone's about to start arguing and beefing oh time to go yeah i have to go especially like if i'm with my girlfriend now or uh, with friends you know i'm like always in like protector mode but that's lame that we have to even live like that
0: yeah because somebody probably has a gun and we know that so we're like Running numbers and statistics in our head and we're like probability, I gotta get out of here. Hey, everybody, out, out, out. That's yeah.
1: literally uh, when me and Drew, when we walked into the, the, the concert, before we walked in, we, we parked like maybe a block away. So we're walking there and we were telling each other, it's like, bro, all right, when you hear the when you hear the usual warning signs, we're gonna grab everybody and we're gonna start making our way <laughs> to the door. You know what I mean? I was like, one or two choo-hoos, we're good. You start hearing like four or five consecutively and there's no music playing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Or you you know, you hear you hear oh shovels and then you know you hear things like that. And then, all right, grab grab everybody we came with. Let's get closer to the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. i working at the clubs and stuff even though it's, like, loud and there's hella music, you can kind of see when a fight's about to go down. Yeah. yeah. Like, things change. People start to, You see people kind of perk up a little bit. Tense up a like, little, yeah. Yeah, ten, everyone kind of straightens up a little bit and, like, people start looking at a certain thing. There are definitely uh, signs uh, that an altercation is about to happen. We Maybe we could talk about de-escalating after... Uh, finally, <laughs> to finally do the Bouncer Tales about de-escalating. Uh, <laughs> what else do we uh do we have? Um, wrestling. Jimmy and Jay Uso <laughs> are out of this Roman Reign bloodline. Uh, the Uso's fucking super kicked the shit out of Roman Reign.
1: Man, you know what Roman that creates, Reign? Sorry, that that creates. whole speaking together. of Poly
0: on Poly, <laughs> Family on family. Uh. (laughs) The Usos are no longer part of the bloodline, but they have a match set up for Money in the Bank in July.
1: That's what I'm saying. So that's what that creates. Whoever is managing all of them is great because that creates a set of superstars aside from the bloodline. You know, I mean, besides uh, Roman Reigns and his bloodline, now they can, you know, they're superstars in their own right, but now they're not like together. You have two whole separate superstars now. Their team, the Usos, and now you have Roman Reigns. So, I I think it's good for our culture. I mean, it's not fun to watch. You you don't want to see them fight, but you have (laughs) hey, you know they're they're gonna. I think we're gonna be able to put a lot more people on now, and I know a lot of their uh, family members are just entrenched in wrestling. We don't see them because they're probably in smaller circuits, but like that whole family is just from all the way from like Alpha and Sika. You know what I mean, uh, Rikishi, um, Umala. Those guys are all real family. They're all blood related, and now you have uh, Roman Reigns as well. Uh, the Unwahy family, big in wrestling, so big in wrestling. I was, I was gonna, I was making the joke to my cousin. I was like, oh well, I guess we're gonna see Reno now wrestling. You know, they gonna be <laughs> he's gonna be part of the Usos, Unwahy. You know, so I mean, if he wanted to, he could break into that too. He could sing, he could you know what I mean, and then break into wrestling. That'd be dope. But I think it it uh it gives a lot of more opportunities to um other folks who are trying to break into that uh specific genre of entertainment. So
0: that's other dope. other poly wrestlers right, are about to right. come up into this. I think so. I think so. Okay, I can see it. Uh's daughter wrestling yet? Who's I, I haven't seen the her Rock's? wrestle yet. Oh no. What is it? Ava Reigns. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ava, Ava. Simone Johnson.
1: Uh,
0: mm. I haven't, I haven't seen her wrestle, but uh, does she have a WWE contract already?
1: You would have thought she'd be automatic, right? Hey, my dad. I saying. think
0: <laughs> my fourth, <dad> <laughs> hey, fourth generation WWE well, superstar. Right, that's, that's it's, it's going to happen, or it's got to. Yeah uh the rock was talking about how wrestling saved his life and his grandfather high chief peter my his dad soul man rocky johnson himself and then uh also his daughter who is now becoming uh a wrestler in her own right people were like why don't you take a name like your dad like the pebble or something i was like oh that's terrible that's I would, wanna, I would not want to i would not want to be that but yeah i think it's uh ava ava Reigns. um Oh, yeah, like I, I haven't name. seen her. Like I haven't you. seen her
1: wrestle. <laughs> like that's my porn name.
0: So <laughs> what? Oh, the Pebble.
1: <laughs> oh no, Ava Reigns. sounds like a porn star.
0: Oh, yes. Ava. Ava. The Kava Rain. Oh, oh <laughs> Kava Rain's.
2: I'll be tight. I'm. I rock with that. Right. right. Uh, on, right. So that's gonna be her name. I'm be like
0: fuck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> she lives in uh, the
0: Jimmy, do you think Jimmy and Jay are like heavyweight wrestlers, like individuals? I haven't seen them wrestle outside of tag team. So seeing them break away from Roman Reigns, and is this going to be like Grandmaster Sexay and Scotty Tuhati, who were like a great tag team? But I don't remember them separate. I don't remember. Scotty Tuhati was actually. what, What was it? Godfather, the dogfather? And no, badass Billy Gunn. The
1: whole train that dude. No, no. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh that was the dog father. <laughs> who the fuck am I?
0: The road dog Jesse James. Oh, the okay. badass Billy Gunn. The Billy new Gunn, age yeah.
1: outlaws. I think uh the most successful people who left the like I saw leave a tag team was uh like uh Matt Hardy. uh, uh The Hardy boys? Yeah, Dynamite Kid, when he left the British Bulldogs. Of course, Shawn Michaels, when he left the Rockers.
0: But Okay, so I feel like Shawn Michaels, they started as the Rockers with that other guy, but then he became Shawn Michaels, right? The the, Heartbreak Kid. Heartbreak Kid. Sweet chain
2: music. But
0: see, I I don't, yeah, I mean, I I will see it when I see it, and I'm going to enjoy seeing the Usos be individual in their own, Right. Being outside of tag teams. But I mean, even this Money in the Bank match is a tag team match between the Usos and then Roman Reigns and Solo. Solo?
1: I I mean, I don't mind seeing them as a tag team and then maybe fight Solo like here and there. But like there's always been good tag team, uh, tag team, sorry, that have like thrived. Like Legion of Doom, none of them really went solo, but they were always good as a tag team.
0: Yeah. Dudley Boys. Dudley Boys? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Great tag teams, right? But are they also going to fight Roman Reigns for the title? And if they they do do. that individually, is it going to be Jimmy or Jay? And they are a little smaller than Roman. So is it, but okay, we know that size doesn't matter in the WWE. You just
1: just created a whole new uh, script for them, they could do that. So that one of them is gonna beat Roman Reigns and the other one's gonna get jealous and then he's probably gonna join Roman Reigns again. That's a whole new script for them. Yeah. They could do a lot of things with what they, you know, with how they're uh, working now. So definitely, definitely
0: cool. a lot of different family dynamics, ties, yeah. and uh, people that could be making these uh, cameos. You guys were so, yeah. saying in the chat maybe Uncle Rock comes back. I was saying maybe Uncle Rikishi. I didn't know that Rikishi is the Usos' dad.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be funny yeah. if they came out in his fit. Oh, mm-hmm. du-
0: oh, oh dun-
2: yeah. dun- dun- no, I'm, dun-
1: good. Dun- I'm good.
2: And then just I do that to Roman Reigns and see, both of them
1: I at seen- the same
0: time. Four cheats, oh, enough-
2: both sides. I, I, boop, boop. I've seen enough ass from that family.
0: <laughs> Yo, that family had a big old ass on TV for years. Burr. That was some, Stink that face facing most- so many people.
1: Besides Sako, that was one of the most disrespectful finishing moves.
2: It was. You know, I pray this guy hasn't used the bathroom. <laughs> That's what everyone wrestled. by. pray.
1: This he used eggs and burritos right before his match. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> oh. oh
0: <laughs>
2: while, he's, while you're in the corner and it's just shaking and he's just letting some. Bri- oh, bro. Vince <clears throat> man. That was a good one. Oh, my gosh.
0: If, uh, yeah, if you're trying to watch that uh, Money in the Bank match, looks like it's a special start time, Saturday, July 1st at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific. Is that a pay-per-view? Uh, yeah, Money it in the Bank pay-per-view yeah, uh, streaming on Peacock. What do they charge for that?
2: Um, well, I, I remember I back in the day included. it was like 40 bucks, and I was like, wow,
0: this is crazy. If you if you have Peacock, you get it. We're oh, on. it's included? Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Snaps, so well, actually, there's like a peacock premium. I'm not sure if it's like seven bucks a month extra for that or something, might be
1: like 14, yeah,
0: or whatever it is. But yeah, this is going to be on Peacock Bloodline Civil War, uh, Money in the Bank Saturday, July 1st.
1: I'll be honest, I don't watch much wrestling these days, but growing growing up in Samoa, it would be like every Sunday, and the old WWF, uh. It used to scare me. I love watching wrestling, but as a kid, I don't know why it scared me. I I, I got to ask my parents. But we'd all get together, and we'd watch that. You know, we'd watch, like, wrestling. someone families would gather every Sunday and watch it. And then the hurricane it was, but it messed up, like, the two channels that we had in Samoa, which was four and two. Actually, three, four, five, and two. Then we only had four and two. Uh, but then video video shops, video rentals were big. Because people would literally yeah. wait in lines, like they'd have like the latest movie that was out somewhere in the United States. People would bypass that videotape and wait for the WrestleMania videos, like it was a big event. And then families that didn't have TVs in your village, you know what I mean? That's how it was back then. People would literally come to like sit outside of your house, and your TV would be by the window, so like your neighbors <laughs> could watch. And I mean, it was it was dope. I mean, nowadays you think about it, if it was back then, people had the mentality nowadays, people would have been charging like $2 to sit outside my house and watch this. Yeah. But I mean, that's how big wrestling is. And to have like, again, just going back to seeing these guys become superstars like that. And it's not just like the ones I'm like, all you, before all you saw was like Peter, Maivia, or then you'd have to wait for like Ricky Steve who was from Hawaii. Uh And the biggest one ever, I think, I was growing up, besides Offensico, was Jimmy Fly, Snooker. Snooker? My gosh, man. To see him jump off the rings, we were like, wow. Why you got to do my guy like that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bro, it's like, oh, man. These people, they live for so long, and they're humans that do shit. Oh, yeah.
1: You you forget that they're human sometimes.
0: Yeah. But so, A, you had, like, this great – childhood recognition and admiration of jimmy fly snooker right and then you find out as an adult later he murdered his right what does should yeah. that affect the good memories that you have of him or is that something that you should be able to to separate art from artists
1: you should I be able to separate because you know like all the all the good memories there's still good memories for you but at the same time you have to realize that the dude's human and he did commit a crime so i mean you can't, you can't put him on that same pedestal in life that you, he did as a
0: as an entertainer. So it matters. Yeah. Got it. Legacy. All, that. Yeah. All right, Okay. Um. Uh, Marcus Mariota is gonna be in a Netflix special along with Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins. Uh this is coming out in July. I'm excited I'm excited for this. I, yeah. I think it might just be the like off-season lulls like this is just camp time right now yeah (laughs) um but definitely getting like a kind of a hard knocks film crew to follow around uh these quarterbacks uh already one of the the greats patrick mahomes and then our guy marcus mariota um and to just to see the behind the scenes and how they train and how serious it is for them and it's not just like talented guys throwing around i'm, I'm sure it's going to be like the grind of it all the grit yeah. how it affects your family even like there's interviews from uh the spouses and other coaches and stuff so uh yeah really excited about that i didn't uh did you, you guys see the previews any expectations for it
1: i'm with mike man mike, mike said the last time when mike brought it up the, the other episode Michael say how it might shed some light on, like you know, uh, the Polynesian side of Marcus Mariota. Maybe though yeah. he'll have like certain yeah. things like that come about. But I'm excited again because I'm super poly. Uh, but to have Marcus <laughs> real, you know what I mean? Super like, poly. I was, I'm gonna tell you right now. I probably wouldn't watch it if it was just like uh, Mahomes and see. I can't even remember who the third quarterback's supposed to be on it. And you just so it's Quinn a, cousins.
0: It's a, it's a regular guy. <laughs>
1: uh, that guy's not a
0: quarterback, man.
1: He's a game manager. But uh, it's
0: a millionaire. <laughs> but it's, yeah, that's that too.
1: But to just, uh, you get to watch Marcus Mariota. I mean, in his own right, I think he's probably the greatest college quarterback guy I saw play. He was just, anytime you saw him put on that Oregon uniform come out on Saturday, you were like, oh, this guy's winning. He's going to run for 100 yards, throw for 300 have like six touchdowns, you know? That's That was your expectation of Marcus Mariota. So then you saw him ran, uh, or he ran, uh, what was it, like a 75-yard run, I think. It's one of the favorite clips they show him that Oregon. And you were just amazed. You were like, you were sure this fool was going to be like Patrick Mahomes in the NFL. That's what you were sure. Of. I mean, That's not his career path, or it hasn't been his career path, but he's been pretty good in uh, the NFL. And I think he's gonna be a starter again this year. Where's he at again?
0: Uh no. Atlanta? No, no, no. 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 He just no. moved. Oh, Shoot. Uh but he's not, think... he's not gonna be the starter there. He's uh he's oh, gonna be okay. the backup, but it's a it's a good situation for him.
1: Yeah. So but yeah, the Eagles like, like...
0: the Eagles. Yeah, there oh go. wow,
2: sure. So, I, okay, I mean yeah, that's a solid that's solid. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. and God forbid anything happened to uh Jalen Hurts, but something a guy... already has. What a guy in yeah. What a guy in place to have, to run the system. Yeah. Almost the exact same skill set. Probably a better thrower than um Jalen Hurts, but you don't have to change your offense that much anymore for Marcus. So it, it's going to be interesting if we get to see that part. Like maybe he is preparing to be a starter if uh Hurts can't go early, and we get to see his preparation for that. That's going to be dope.
0: I'm saying Hurts got Hurts missed some games. Uh, at the end of last season, so there's definitely, right. and him being a more mobile running quarterback, yeah. you're just going to yeah. get hit more, just more opportunities to be injured, and where that backup quarterback, that quarterback too, has to always be ready. So for that to be Marcus, uh, um, also a mobile quarterback, but in, right. this, in a system that he's going to be able to get a bunch of practice reps and, and really yeah. learn and be able and to do won't like, have to, to change much
1: between yeah that too
0: because you see sometimes it's a totally different quarterback that comes in to fill in for the starter and they just can't run the the offense like that uh mike anything else on that uh netflix special that you you want to see or i'm interested to see what the life of kirk cousins is like man he's so
2: (laughs) vanilla yeah white milk fucking two percent i don't know it's I want to see what that's like. Like, what's what's going on? Like, how does he be thinking? Like, does he even give a fuck about football? Like, <laughs> right. I don't... it's just
0: a job to him. It's, it's just, a...
2: like something the, the... he does. That's funny. Um, also, on the Patrick Mahomes side, I wonder if there'll be any Jackson Mahomes, the infamous. Hell, no. uh, Is he in like... jail? <laughs> Yeah, for like kissing somebody, I guess. Sexual or, assault, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Shoving his tongue down some lady's bro. throat, and it'll be in the. Why would you do that owner? if your
2: brother literally hooked your fucking life up? Why would you do anything to damage what he brought to the table? Like, it's so Entitled. ridiculous. Like, and he's like 6'8. That's the crazy part. Jackson Mahomes is huge.
0: Yeah. Is he? He's a monster. He could have been in the league if he cared. <laughs> yeah, if he cared about anything other than like fucking stealth, <laughs> God.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm also glad it's not uh, Patrick Mahomes that turned out that way because that would have been really shitty.
0: At Smolder.
1: Least the, <laughs> at least it's the dumb brother.
0: Ah <laughs> uh, man, yeah, Jackson Mahomes can fuck right off. God, so annoying. Just anytime I see him too, and I, I asked luke this I was like is it just that we only see jackson mahomes when he's being an idiot is that why we hate him maybe he's like a, a good guy off of the the grab and he's like fuck no there's no way this is a good guy anywhere this is a piece of shit. and now he's on camera shoving his tongue down people's throats and thinking he's cool and he's like well you don't like that you don't like how i sexually assault you what you weirdo and it's like oh man fuck off this She's like, no, did. I
2: don't like how your mouth tastes like <laughs> dick. <laughs> <laughs> get it out. I, when,
1: when I look at uh him and uh Patrick's girlfriend, like, I one day we're gonna hear that they cheated on Patrick Mahomes with each other.
2: I think weird. Yeah. They are. Yeah, it's like he, the Russell Wilson wife kind of. That's what she reminds
1: of. Man, how did the you, Russell like,
2: Wilson wife? Oh yeah, you see Russell Wilson. Oh, OG the first wife. one. Like she was all freaking out yeah. with that picture when he got called by the Seahawks. She's like,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> Somebody, like, I
0: always see that that picture throwback so to when weird. Russell's ex thought she was set for life. That's and she I smashed mean, smashed Golden Tate. Sorry, broke the team, <laughs> broke up
2: the band. Ooh. Yeah, like,
1: yeah, oh, that was, I mean, that's crazy, but it also. Last thing, like Patrick Mahomes, it'll be interesting to see how hard he goes during training. I know a lot of people think because he's a Super Bowl quarterback, MVP, that maybe he takes it easy. Like, you know, I know there's a lot of people who have that misconception that these guys don't really train as hard as they do once they start making it. But, like, you can't have the run that these guys have without putting in major work, you know? So it'll be cool to have people actually see him go hard at training and stuff like that.
0: Speaking of putting in major work, John Morant suspended 25 games by the NBA uh, for again flashing a gun uh, on Instagram Live. And he has apologized, said he's going to uh, be taking this time over the rest of the offseason in the first 25 games to, to do the work that he really, you know, obviously needs to do. And we uh, said sorry to his family. To his team, to Adam Silver, to the pe- the kids that look up to him, uh, and he's not going to do it again. Okay, guys.
1: Was not that the
0: happen. AI? Was that the AI generated uh, apology? <laughs> Bro, I look, yeah. Sometimes you can tell as a statement because I like, I ain't never seen people talk like this. Uh, right. What did you guys think of the uh, the suspension and Jaw's apology?
2: Go ahead, Mike. Um, well, honestly, for Adam Silver, they're, like, they, this is something you can definitely put into an algorithm, right? And say, all right, what would be the perfect amount of time to suspend him so where the people that are mad about it will be like, yeah, that's, that's enough. And then the people that aren't mad about it and want him to play will be like, okay, that's the perfect amount of time. Uh, so that was like the sweet spot. 25 games, that's a sweet spot. Like, your season can be saved. If you go 0-25. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. But okay. um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but John Morant believes in his weird brain that the NBA and the media are out to get him. Um, no, brother. It's you. <laughs> it's, it's all you. You're giving them things for the media to talk about. You're giving them a reason to be in the headlines. Yeah. Just stop doing that. Just don't go on Instagram live. It's not. It's not Not good. Don't go on Instagram live with the thing.
1: (laughs) With the thing thing.
0: Disable it.
1: (laughs) Delete Instagram
0: from his phone. Yeah, that too. Yeah, if you're having problems like that, you should really just not be on social media at all. Um, Yeah, you make a good point. 25 games does seem – it's less than that half season that people were projecting, kind of like 41 games – and a lot of people, when they heard 41, they were like, half a season, that's a lot. Other people were like, half a season, that's a lot, that's good, you know? Yeah. Some people were like, that's too much. Other people, whatever. But David Stern would have done a whole year. Yo, David Stern, I'm definitely. David definitely Stern. <laughs> different, different, totally different uh, punishment. I'm with David Stern, man. But they they do 25. And even seeing that off the bat when they announced that, I was like, oh, less than what we thought, but still, you know, somewhat substantial. You can at least say yeah. that it's it's done. You know, it's it's happening. This is like yeah. a third of the season. Um, but you know, they still get a chance to to make the playoffs. Josh still comes back, makes money, the team still can sell tickets. Uh yeah. If I was I,
2: him, I would try to negotiate. If I could pick which twenty-five games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I wanna sit out these ones. I wanna sit out this road trip right here. <laughs> uh yeah, no, they said the first first twenty-five games. But yeah, if he could definitely get that uh negotiated. Them South Carolina
2: boys, man. What's up with them South Carolina boys? First Guns job, and buns. Zion, Zion. Guns and Buns.
1: That's what they called him. Guns and Buns. That was the name of their AAU team.
2: I know, but hilarious. Dude, they suspended Mariah Mills Twitter today because she was going to well, release she said she the sex get. tapes of her Zion. Sex Zion.
0: Zion Zion Williamson. First of all. <laughs> you can't right? do that, bitch. <laughs> Zion Williamson uh got a lady pregnant. Uh and then another lady got mad at him because apparently she was his world. Mar- Mariah Mills. Was it Mariah One Star? Yes. Mariah, Mariah Mills. Mo Raya. Mo Mariah Mills. Right. If you're familiar with her work, um you could see why Zion was sending her those snapchats. He's like, "Yeah, I'm about to move you to New Orleans. Come through. What's it going to take? How much I got to pay?" Uh, but yeah, she also said you got another woman pregnant, I'm pissed off and I'm about to release all the sex tapes we made, which is oh. revenge, what is that called? Yes,
2: revenge porn. Revenge porn. Um, it's super illegal, like you really can't do that. I mean, no, maybe, right. maybe you get say, some censorship yeah. technology and just censor out his face. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone would know. <laughs> this giant, beefy <laughs> shadow of a man. What the fuck is going on?
1: It's gonna be like a Japanese hentai. They're gonna blur out all the private parts, blur out his face.
0: It's just her and a bunch of blacked out blur. rectangles. <laughs> yeah, a, she's a six-eight
1: blur, six-nine blur.
0: He's wild. Zion and Job were on the same AAU team. And then yeah, just the annihilating meters, children. Yeah,
1: the memes. The meme. The meme said that their team was called Guns and Buns. <laughs>
0: Because he's fat.
1: No, because he's <laughs> smashing these buns. Cause, yeah, because he's one like guns, one
2: likes buns. He likes all kinds of buns too. Yeah, you are right, Lance. He's eating. He's eating buns, and he's yeah. eating buns, and he's eating buns.
1: <laughs> See, and this is the thing. Like, I don't think too many people would like have thought, like, just read into like the whole situation and been invested in it. But this fool has not played basketball in almost a year, and this is what you're doing with your off time. Oh, Not trying huh. to get better.
0: I she, wonder he has no legs. Miss Mills also says she motivated him to get back in shape.
2: What shape? Yeah, <laughs> like you're fat or whatever. I. She's wild. She was like Pelicans trade him. Right. I was him. like, what the? You fuck? Know, she added the Pelicans. She's like yeah. trade him. She
0: added the uh, NBA too. That's oh, trash. Oh, you man. don't want. You don't want any of this. Also, I'm releasing our sex tape at my Twitter. Right. Pelicans PRs and shambles.
1: Trade them to L.A., man. They deal with it all the time. Trade them to the Lakers. Oh, oh, I saw
0: the Blazers. The Blazers were were going after Bam, but they were also, talks about uh, trading for a Pelican superstar not named Brandon Ingram.
1: Uh, I think Brandon Ingram is the only person that uh, right now the Pelicans will not trade. I think everybody else is fair game on the Pelicans right now.
0: What do you guys think would be the package, the asking price for Zion Williamson? And what would you feel comfortable trading for I'm Zion Williamson?
2: Like a couple second round picks and a yeah. player?
1: Damn. Like, I'm not giving if, if it's like you said, if if we're talking about like Portland, who has a third pick? No, I'm sorry. You wouldn't no. just
0: give the third straight up for, Hell Zion? No. for Zion Williamson? No. The guy has to be healthy. Role. Yeah, he hasn't oh. been on the court long enough. I've seen Blazer fans say we would have to give out Nurk, uh this guy. Oh, please give this up This guy, the third round pick and their 20-something pick to get please Zion or or Bam. And it might not even be enough.
1: Nurk, oh, man, I can't find the tweet. But Nurk tweeted out something ridiculous about another player. And I was just like, bro, your skill level was not that great to be.
0: Oh, I saw up that. Up. I forget what it Who, is, too.
1: Yeah, right. It, it was like some of these fools like are so delusional about what they do in the league. Like, bro, <laughs> calm your hey, nerves, man.
0: Just Take your ass back to the bench and shut when, the fuck up. W- on the day that I retire, people are gonna say that I changed the game.
1: Oh my god,
0: <laughs> cap, 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 but bro. You
1: don't. He doesn't even like, play defense. What? The only game you're changing is the one on your PlayStation 5 or your Xbox. Really, though, fuck out of here, Come
2: man! On. My
0: center shoots oh. corner threes. Oh wow!
2: I <laughs> changed the game. I feel like this they-
0: and then they tried this to compare their run
1: to the 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 Nuggets' run and said it was better, and that's why. Bro, you were literally crying because it's always our first playoff. It's a playoff
0: win. More oh special. Gosh. What they yeah, did in gosh. Minnesota was more special than what they did in Denver.
1: These guys – see, and people are all saying, why do you hate that fool so much? Because he's a clown. And we're not even talking about Cat right now. That's what they're laughing. He's on my team that
0: I cheer for in the NBA.
1: Pat on, oh his podcast, hey, on his hey,
0: podcast, bro. Hey, hey, that man knows how to get people to listen to his podcast.
1: He does. though. He'd come, he'd
0: come on here and say some crazy shit, because then they asked him, "Hey, who's your favorite? Who's your best center in the league?" This and Pat Bev said, "Y'all not going to like my answer." Cat, Shh, Pat, That's shut it. the fuck up. Right, hey, that fool literally said he's the
1: best player in the league.
0: Like, dude, come on. What? Man. This is. Yeah, definitely. Just did that for ratings, and we also did talk about it for a few minutes, so it worked. Congrats, 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 Pat Bev and and Cap Carl Anthony Carl
2: Towns. Towns. I'm not even calling him Carl Anthony Towns. You're just Carl Towns
0: to me. Uh, KT, another uh, a real basketball legend, Michael Jordan, recently sold a majority stake in the Charlotte Hornets. Mm. For $3 billion. Yup. That's a a lot of money. I think the Clippers sold to Steve Ballmer for 2 point something. Michael Jordan just sold a stake of the Hornets for for more than the Clippers sold. Yeah, he's still a minority owner.
2: But in 2010, he spent $275 million and now it's worth $3 billion. So that is great investment. Yeah, hell yeah. Probably the only win Michael Jordan has had while coaching <laughs> yeah. the horn or being a part of the Hornets organization. So good for him. Getting out yeah. while it was still hot.
1: The, I mean, biggest, Michael- the
0: biggest win he's had in franchise history.
1: I'm a, I'm a Michael Jordan seller. I'll tell you, this is what he had in mind all along. You guys thought he wanted shot it to be good? No, he just wanted to sell it more than he bought it for. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. One of the greatest businessmen I know. Wow. <laughs> the
0: wow. Hey, get Michael Jordan <sighs> in here to run the deficit down. Well, my,
1: my favorite clip is when he slaps the back of uh, Malik Monk's head. I hate and how he missed head. Head. <laughs> the
0: first time. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, Malik Monk accidentally looked away, ducked down. Michael Jordan missed. absolutely airballs the <laughs> yeah. first slap. I think and then man has, man has to right wait long me. enough <laughs> to slap him again. So he has That's to so say funny. like two more things. And then, Man. like, finger slapped him. But like that's, that's not know. even the
1: coach. I've definitely been smacked on the head by multiple coaches before for doing something stupid on the court. So that was one of my favorite clips ever.
0: Uh, yeah. Congrats to uh, congrats to Michael Jordan. who is – congrats
1: to a rich guy getting even more mo ridiculous?
0: Shit, mo rich. Is he the richest so, like
2: if, if American, American black person? Oh, no, no, Ooh,
0: I think there was... Okay. Isn't that well, the guy was about to
2: buy the Denver Broncos, right? He's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think oh, he also had he a field?
0: bid. I think he's like an investor. I think he tried mm-hmm. to bid for the Washington team, too.
1: Hey, shout out to J. Cole while we're on it for being a owner now in the league. He's part of that group that bought the Charlotte Hornets.
0: J. Cole? Yeah.
2: Oh, shit. That's Ty. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, so dope. Oh, yeah, congrats, uh, Jermaine, man. Jermaine, I wonder
1: Jermaine. if he's still playing, was it Africa he was playing? He was playing, in he uh, yeah, had a
0: couple of games, in, yeah. On, yeah, I saw him hit Is that, that sh- shot a, uh, yeah, a bunch he, of times, he's dope. Um, <sighs> appreciate you guys being on before we, uh, before we hit shout outs, um, are you guys Team Yacht or Team Orca? Orca? Just Orca all day. Just making, sure. just making sure. Just making sure. Just yeah. sure. Orcas, orcas. <laughs> US, yeah.
2: Free Willy uh, takes place in Seattle, bro. That's was. I mean, that's what? defining uh, movie for me, man. Like you, you put your toy in their house.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. You you went you you. What did you think they were gonna be like, bro? Yeah, sure. Just ride your shit around where my kids pass through. You know. My homie's swimming around here. You, know. you hit my girl, dog. You right. hit my girl, hey, dog. Right. <laughs>
0: that's 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 what they're saying happened, is one of the whales got hit by a boat or by some people on a boat, and she started attacking them in, like, revenge to get back at them uh, and then started teaching all the other whales how and when to do the same. So killer whales are all over the place in different parts of the world attacking different <laughs> First off, uh, marine
1: vehicles. <laughs> they were people are like, their their patterns are different. No, no. They just have a reason not to do it. They didn't do it first because they were being courteous. Now y'all wanna fuck with them. Now they're like, Okay, well, we were quiet long enough. We've seen it all the we've seen it. Humans always wanna act up, act like no one's gonna fuck with them. And then when they do, it's like,
2: oh no, we're victims. <laughs> no. Orcas helpful. are like, you stepped on my Jordans, dog. Right. <laughs> it's over. Yeah.
1: yeah. like, well, What did you expect them to do? Tell you, oh, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah it's, just keep running yeah. over our
0: heads. You just
1: left a big gash in and the And taking
0: all, all of everywhere. our food away, you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Bro, they're, uh, yeah, they're organizing. Oh, organizing. Organizing. <laughs> hey.
2: <Ooh. laughs> okay. That's, That's a good one, bro. Let's hashtag, go. Hashtag. Yeah,
1: so, Somewhere in heaven right now, Free Willie and um Chamu are like, yeah.
2: Shout out Michael Shamu. Jackson singing with them. right?
0: <laughs> Shout that's, out that's, to Shamu. Golly, Sea World. Right. Yeah, start- those
2: workers are fucked up. They be eating people. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. Bro,
0: growing up in Carson, we went to SeaWorld maybe once every year or two uh we get like the the little foam whale hats (laughs) we go into the splash zone the whale would come and splash water on everybody it was uh it was really nice until i watched uh blackfish (laughs) i watched like uh videos on they captured animals and how they were training up and they like poking prada. uh but sammy found a picture of me at sea world and as a kid, and she won't stop fucking talking about how a piece of shit I am. For contributing to it? <laughs> she'll she'll, 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 she'll yeah. show Nora, the, oh, Nora, you like sea animals? Is it because your dad went to a bunch of endangered animals and laughed at them with his family? Is that why? Yeah,
2: everyone right. was doing it, it was cool. Yeah, you know, bro, that's how it's <laughs> right, <was> like. Hey. <laughs> I thought Shamu I was like learning
0: it. and being a friend to the environment. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> see, you can see Shamu like that. She was flashing me. Yeah. No, Shamu was trying to get out and eat you. <laughs> Shamu
0: was running away from the electric prod. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears>
1: there's <throat> there's a there's, Is it Disney? I think it's on Disney or Netflix, but they have a documentary of how they uh, like can fish tuna, but there's a little village in Japan. Yeah where you're not allowed to like the 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 authorities that won't let you film like in the water but they literally like they'll go out fish kill dolphins and like if it's if it's not a dolphin they like they'll throw it just go back into the water same thing with the workers i'll try to get the name of the documentary it's crazy they're like anytime you see a tuna can that says uh like dolphin free tuna, not true it's not true. It's, it's
0: dolphin-free because they peeled the dead dolphins right. out of the net and threw them. It was them. Like,
1: like, it's not true. It's like, like, any, any can, any can uh, tuna that you eat, like, there's some dolphins will probably hurt. That's crazy.
0: Oh, man. Uh, so much tuna in my pantry. And now I have to think about the dead dolphins. i <laughs> sorry.
1: Okay. Anyway, see? Shamu and dead dolphins with tuna.
0: So... Um, yeah, let's do shout-outs. Uh, Mike, you got any shout-outs for this week? Uh, yeah, shout-out to my cousin Max. He just had his uh,
2: second son today. Hey! Uh, hey. Little nephew Frank. Shout-out yes. to him. Frank. Little little baby. Um, Fire. Yeah, man. Raising up the next generation. Let's go. Uh, and, you know, shout-out to... Shout-out to, uh, yeah, the homie Travis Thompson album dropping Friday. With my dog on the cover. Check it out. He's been dropping some singles. Pretty dope.
0: What's uh what's the album called? It's called Wolves and White Tees. Let's go. Travis Thompson, Wolves and White Teas. And White Teas. Yep. Dropping this Friday June a, 23rd. Uh, one song he came
2: out with, uh it's called Happiness. It was like a single that dropped. And then he did another song with Eric the Architect from Flatbush Zombies called What yep. If? And then tomorrow, I believe he's dropping a song that he did with Logic, so. Okay. He's doing it. He's doing
0: it. Bobby Tarantino in here. Hey. Travis Thompson. Travis Thompson is would you say Macklemore's protege, or or they were yeah, just. Yeah,
2: kind of. Macklemore's, like, had this program for teens to come and learn the trade. Uh, it's like an art program, and yeah, Travis was a part of that, so. Damn, okay. Putting on for Seattle rap. Get it. And it's not like gang banging and shit. It's like, like positive Forrest was saying, push. like positive yeah. uplifting, like Sephiroth's music, like we were talking about. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, like yeah.
0: that. Oh, yeah. That's dope. So Travis yeah, that's Thompson, Wolves and White Tees. Forrest, a shout outs?
1: Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Shout out to my 11 year old giant of nephew, Leonardo DiCaprio. I call him Valfusi. Uh he's getting an award tomorrow for school. Man, Lee. so my parents are hyped about it. They're gonna go check him out with my little sister, Adela, and her uh, my brother-in-law, Ali Valfusi. Uh he my nephew, Leonidas, plays for the Benson Bruins, and uh they just got from Vegas not too long ago, football. Uh, and he was named to the All-Star team from that tournament. And then he was put on a list, I forgot what Washington um
2: didn't they win the national championship?
1: For for Benson Bruce yeah so he just yeah, joined this did. year yeah oh, okay. so he just joined this year he's only eleven he but their team's killing and um he was just put on a watch list uh I don't know what Washington watch list is but for uh up and coming eleven to fourteen year olds uh my man is big to say the least uh eleven years old he's a good I want to say he's like five eight five nine. Probably, man, he's big. He's, I don't want to, I don't know. I'm not gonna guess his weight, but <laughs> he's a big kid. He plays uh tackle, guard, whatever you need on the line. He's a fullback, plays D-line, uh, loves the football, loves being a kid. But shout out to you, Leo, man. Getting an award from school, that's also big, man. Just you guys are playing ball, just remember if you're not playing professionally, school and football go together. <laughs> school and football go together. You can't play football without doing school. <laughs> so keep that in mind, guys. Yeah. Uh shout outs also to uh, my brother man, Junior Luvu and his wife Victoria for having me and uh, Noah come out this past uh Sunday. Um got to see that show with them. So fun, you know. Uh also shout out to the to those old Jelani Tavai, who will be playing for the Patriots this year. Uh he had a good mm-hmm. season last year, so good luck to him this season. And uh, shout out to you guys again, man. I know we talk sometimes during the week, or we're all cutting up inside the our chat. But it's always good to come on here and see you guys on the Monday. Then now it's a Tuesday, Tuesday because yeah. we were all busy, yesterday, <laughs> which is a good thing, you know. So yeah, man.
2: I got another one. Uh, I know I shout I shout out my sister fucking every week, but hey, shout you out to my sister to, Katie committed yeah. to Oregon. Uh, Friday. She's playing in that Doug Baldwin um basketball oh, game. Yeah. And let's, I forgot who's all in it. Uh we got like Suber, nice, um, Doug Baldwin, Cameron Brink from Stanford. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit. Richard Sherman, Marshawn Lynch, Isaiah Thomas, Jamal Crawford,
0: oh, let's Lloyd. Oh. Like that's
2: and my dope. sister gets to play with them. Right. Like, with that's oh, dope. Oh, like, oh This is yeah, crazy. That's
1: big. And it gives me a reason to watch Oregon women's basketball since uh, Taino Pau Pao had transferred to South yeah. Carolina. Who's going to win the championship this year? Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, but again, to have another uh, poly girl on the on the women's basketball team, at Oregon is dope, man. Because they're close enough for us to go watch, and um, and they come a personal to connection between Mike. Yeah, the personal connection with Mike now that's dope, man. We get to see her play out there. I love seeing these girls, these poly girls play ball because they can play right? ball. They man. can hoop, bro. Yeah. Uh, they got uh, what's your name? Uh, Lisa At Utah, at Utah. Lisa Pete At Utah. Again, um, we just talked about Tahina oh, transferring man. to South Carolina. Uh, there's a couple of girls I think at Stanford. There's uh, Tongan girl at LSU. I th- uh, oh
2: shit! Last year,
1: yeah, I think I think she's playing again this year. She's, so what? She got a chip. She got yep,
0: she got, a, she got a ring. Yeah, yeah,
1: she got a ring. It's and so she, she was pretty dope. She 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 wasn't one of those girls that's sitting at the end of the bench she contributed. So that's dope to see. Um yeah, and shout out to those who are playing at the University of Arizona. If you guys don't know, Alien Boswell was a five-star coming out of high school. he plays guard at Arizona. This kid, he's dope. Check him out if you can. Alien Boswell, University of Arizona. Uh yeah, he's – a lot of guys transferred out of the backcourt, so um, I think he's he's got a chance to actually start this year. He was a big part of the rotation last year, so. Yeah, man, Katie being at uh, Oregon's dope, uh, watching these poly kids get out to places that we could never have gotten to. It's right. great to see. <laughs> it's great to see, man. And uh, anytime we see your sister out there, man, she's got fans. Let her know that she's got fans, man. Oh, so yeah.
2: Dope. Appreciate the love, guys. Thank
0: yeah. you. Uh, yeah, any excited. shout-outs, Lance? Excited to see what uh what Katie does. And uh yeah, definitely has our support. She has fans right here. Um, yeah, a couple different shout-outs. First things first, rest in peace to Uncle Phil. Uh and dope dads out there. Shout out to dope dads, good dads, dads that you know care that for their kids. And
1: that includes it. you, man. Yeah. Thank
0: you. Uh, dads out there taking care of their kids, their families. Uh, shout out to y'all. Keep doing what you're doing um also shout out to to talia thompson um of studio 415 productions uh they were looking for a for another assistant production assistant for the all poly football camp uh just Mm. last week i don't know if you guys saw that um what that's a dope opportunity like for someone to just be able to be able to hop on and be in that camp around all those those even if that's not your
1: field yeah even if that's not your field that you want to get into that's still a dope opportunity
0: yeah, and then with Studio Four One Five Productions and all the camera crew, all the the videographers they have, photographers they have, and then also in that NFL setting, that football setting, uh, I was about to go freaking throw my head in there. I was like, I will carry all uh, the shit around. Come on, I'll, I know I'll how to carry the
1: boomstick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. uh,
0: shout out to them for for having that opportunity for a for a production assistant and uh, for doing that all poly football camp. There's a uh, um, a football movie about Islanders. Um, I forget exactly what it's called. I'll send you guys the link, but that uh, that's a project that they're working on. Talia Thompson, Studio 415. Really excited to see that. I think it's Pacific Roots. Yeah, yeah it saying.
1: dropped, I think, at the last uh, independent film festival they had in Utah. It was pretty big. They had that, um, I think it was, uh, was it Polynesian Music on Instagram that, Oh, so yep, yep, the yep. different films that were yeah, that had dropped. So that's
0: dope. okay. Yeah, I definitely need to, to see that. That's going to be dope. They had like just Sapolu, Troy, a yeah. bunch of Talano, Funga, a bunch yeah. of old legend superstars and current ones. Um, shout out to the Poly Ticket Podcast. They just dropped episode Yay. 37. Uh, Seth and Marcus, make sure to listen to that. It's got a re- lot of really good uh, conversations in it um, about – growing up in American Samoa, uh, during the time of the music video, like the golden age of hip hop in Samoa, um, talk about plastic Samoans versus like locals, um, and how we're Samoan trying City. to get away from that, <laughs> you know, and, uh, Samoan, that's- and how people's Samoanicity is invalidated by others who feel they're not real Samoans, you know, Someone uh, City, that shit. Man. I was like,
1: he said, Man, I'm a fop." I, I thought he was gonna say that he identifies with like the little, yeah, that's me city.
0: too. Yeah, and then he said,
1: I totally read that as someone city.
2: <laughs> said, I
0: read this shit 10 times this week. <laughs> Check them out, guys. If man, you have yeah, Poly Podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, new music dropping from them this Friday, no. June 23rd. Uh, Right Place, Right Time by Oh, Hello, Marcus and Sefa M. Yep, that's
1: gonna um, be the, they, the song that sets the summer on fire.
0: Bro, they've been Definitely. teasing that. I feel like it's just like a really good vibe. I know I'm going to be smoking a lot to that this summer. And finally, mm-hmm. shout out to uh Brother Ery and Levassa Island Apparel. bro. Shout Amen. out Mike over here with the, yeah. the all-around sweater. Got the salsa on it. Um, <laughs> I'm talking to e There He's definitely going to be on the road this summer Check in with them Uh Also follow him on Instagram at le underscore vasa uh, Just to see all the things that they're doing and where they're going to be You gotta catch them uh, yeah. I know they're going to be up here in Vancouver Um yeah,
1: For the 4 Days of Aloha
0: And then they're also going to be in Auburn for Poly Polyfest in August in so. August
1: I They're mean, coming up t- our
0: way. They're coming up.
1: A testament to uh just the quality and uh the designs of the of uh, the brand is uh, I can never keep whatever E Rai says you well, if I get from Eri, it never stays in my possession because people are like,
0: just, let, let me you get that. That's i said, nice. like,
1: Hey, you have a sweater combined? And I always know because bro, it's hot outside, and I always question like, why do you want a sweater but, like uh, let me pick it. No, no, no. I, I got one that I wanted to wear, like real quick. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. Right. And it's like, oh, uh, of course. You still
2: got that sweater one. I want?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, oh, they. I know what
2: to get you for Christmas. Right. <laughs> and they, they pick up hey.
1: over, like, they pick up over, like, the $90 Nike sweaters in my closet or anything like that. They're like, no, you want that one? I was like, you don't want the expensive one? No, 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 no. You want, it? like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> no, right. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to order another one of these. Right. It's like, so I'm not getting that back.
1: Okay.
0: I understand. Make sure to hit them up. LevassaIslandApparel dot com or on Instagram. Sorry, what do you say?
1: Hey, shout out to Bo too because Bo's a big part of that team.
0: Shout Va, out to Va, love you, man, big bro Va. Yeah. Oh yeah. And chemo, Right. I <laughs> Got a husky. picture of him and chemo
1: just sitting in the chair. Kill <laughs> it. That's a dope it's picture, Five degrees. The
0: right. Put me in the air condition. Yeah. All right, that is our episode. Make sure if you have any comments, questions, concerns, complaints, bitch gripes, any of that, hit us up. Make sure to email us, balanesian at gmail.com, or send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at balanesian. Thanks for listening. That is our episode for this week. For Mike Fiso, Forest Dodalao, I am Lance Faletongo. Stay hydrated, stay blessed, stay ballin', love and light. Peace.
2: Peace.